Hello, everybody, and welcome to Libromancy, a podcast about the magic of books. I'm Josh, and today I'm going to be talking about the Villains and Virtue series by A.K. Kakiano. So let's vilify the magic of books. Now, I'm hoping I'm saying her name right, but first off, you guys, this was such a fun book. It was great. It was exciting. It's not just one book. It's three books. We're going to be talking about all three, which are Throne in the Dark, and the second one is... Let me pull it up here. Summoned by the Wilds, or Summoned to the Wilds, and then Eclipse of the Crown. I really had an incredibly hard time putting these books down to the point where I read the whole series in almost less than 24 hours. I, I'd put one down and pick up the next one almost immediately. I loved everything about it. I loved the characters. I loved the world. The writing was good. I can't... It's much better than her first books, which... Um, I also have read one of those, but like I really enjoyed it. I thought the plot was interesting and unique and the way it goes about it. And you think one thing's going to happen and it's all about this plot. And then they move to a different one. It was so good. Everything felt consistent and logical. And I just, I enjoyed this book so much. I enjoyed all their character interactions um, from a, this is definitely, this is a good romanticy book where it's a, a mix between romance and a mix between fantasy. And I'm struggling to pick, I'd say in the first book, it's definitely more fantasy. In the second, in the third book, it's a little bit more romance. Mm, I don't know, actually. It's, I'm going to have to say it's more fantasy than romance, but the, especially by the third book, it's a little close. So like I'm saying... It's really fun. I, I think it really exemplifies the romanticy on, on a spice level. I'm going to say like your first book is just a one and your later books, you know, get a little bit more spicier. I mean, there's a one scene, two scenes that get a little explicit, but they're not, you know, full on like erotica in the third book. A little bit of hinting in the second book, but like nothing overt. I don't remember. I mean, I've just read them so fast, it blurs together. That's why I'm doing all three books in one right now. I'm sorry, guys. So let's just get into our spoilers, and we'll talk a little bit about this series. So Virtues and Villains starts with Throne in the Dark. Um, our main characters are going to be uh, Damien, and he's got a big name. I don't remember it right now. Um, Maleficus, he is a blood mage, so he uses his blood to cast all sorts of spells. Um, he's the evil guy. His father's a demon. He believes he can't love. All the good stuff, right? And then you meet Emma, and she is a somebody on the run in the first book. We don't really know anything about her. She's just there to try and steal a scroll. They end up meeting together. She tries to steal. She gets enslaved by his uh, magic trinket that he's just created to enslave Archibald, the head of the good guys, for lack of a better term here, right? Who kidnapped, who trapped his father in a crystal. He'll use that to force him to free him. And then, you know, live happily ever after. Now, she's enthralled by it, and so she has to obey him when he uses a certain command word. And this sparks off their quest um, to go and get to Archibald. And then he'll kill her, and then he'll take it, because it can't come out except from killing. Um, and then he'll, because why would you need to? Other, It's meant for one guy only, so you don't, he didn't really need to build it in better. And he didn't want it to be removable by accident or by somebody else, right? So... So they get together, not together together, but they are in a group and they're traveling and they're going on and they're kind of learning about each other a little bit. And she's just this bubbly, happy, and he's like, I'm evil and I'm mad and you can't stop me from being evil. And every time he does something like really overtly mean, then he feels bad about it. And she's like, why'd you do that? You didn't have to. And then 
he feels bad and goes and little like rectifies it a little bit and he takes his way out of here and he's like you know what maybe i don't have to kill you maybe i'm gonna take you to my friend and he'll he's an alchemist and he'll see what he can figure out and he doesn't believe in magic which is really funny he says he thinks everything is all science and i'm just doing weird science and they help each other out and so funny it's just their relationship is so good like all these people and then he they keep going and they're like okay well we're gonna go this way and we're gonna go this way and then he finds out she's a a duchess or duchess to be you know and then they get a little more complicated to their relationship and he's like okay well i want to make sure that she can go back to her home and the love is building on both sides and they're like oh i think i love him and i like him a lot but you know, I've got this secret, I can't do this, and if she really knew that I'm this, then, and it was so, it was just so good, and like, in a nice, kind of wholesome way, and not in like a bad way, because there's definitely those books where you're like, okay, guys, just talk to each other for five seconds, and you'll figure this out, like, if you spent any time with this person at all, you would know that you guys like each other, and they do both know that they like each other, but they both don't know how far the other one likes each other, because they both profess to be, you know, good and evil, and they're, yeah, and it's just funny, and I love the the overall series where it's like, yeah, the good guys are not actually that good, and the bad guys are not actually that bad. Um, this, you know, as they go through, Emma learns about her special magic that she Hannah has, which is like an older Arcana magic. And then there's the ending, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But just so far, some really funny things that I just loved about this book was the killer chapter titles. They were just so hilarious as I was reading them. I loved reading the chapter titles. They're funny. They didn't get in the way, though. That was perfect. And I loved the Grand Order of Dread, the, you know, the villain's ruling council, or good is their acronym, and the Benevolent Advising Descendants, or bad. It was just, I knew it was happening, and it was so funny. And then in the third book, she does call the reader out a couple times, aka Kakiano does. I'm going to hope I say that right. And that was just hilarious, where she's just like, blah, 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 and like, it's not like a romance novel and it's like okay like it is a romance novel like you're so funny here why are you uh doing this and let's talk about in Yvulcon. like i love the the endings of each book where like we progressed and then they're like okay and now we're gonna cut it here and it was like oh what well, i just you know it made me really want to read the next book which is what a good ending does but it also left me you know satisfied for the distance that we'd come right and that love that the uh that the grand order of dread the, their bureaucracy and all their paperwork you have to have so many forms filled out so many of these things done and set up beforehand and their terrible naming convention where they just are like it's this amulet and they're like can't we just call it this and it's like no it has to be named this it's like yeah some stupid bureaucracy and rules that has to be named and it's randomly pulled out of a hat and it's just so funny and he's like i hate these guys and He's like, you profess to be one of these evil guys, but like, you're never doing anything bad. You know, you're not hurt, hurt, you know, generally he's not hurting people doing his stuff. You know, it's just so funny. And they, the way they change and grow now, it was, (laughs) I just couldn't get behind. I was like, why are these guys, these bad guys doing this? Like Archibald, the prince who's kind of a descendant of a dominion who is a, a light god, basically, right? And he's like, I'm going to summon evil, this unspeakable evil that was brought back, you know, that we, the gods banished at the expulsion. I'm going to bring it back and defeat it. And then I'll get more praise and glory like my dad did. And then my kids, it's like, well, come on. Like, I, I could totally see it happening. They're like, oh, yeah, I've got all the accolades. I have to keep being good. You know, I have to do this bad thing in the name of good to help me get more prestige so that we can keep being good. And it's like, oh, no, no, come on. Don't be like that. And. I just so funny that the expulsion, which we learned at the very end, is all fake. All of the Fey gods. Um, so if you go to the Fey land, the 
Everdark, which is so funny when they're trying to pronounce it to each other. And she's like, Emma's like, okay, so it's the Everdark. And he's like, no, no, it's the Everdark. And, and then she's like, okay, Everdark. And he's like, no, no, the Everdark. And it's spelled a little differently for, you know, for them. And just so funny. And then she starts saying it the right way and others say it the wrong way. So good. But the Fae, there are their gods. And they didn't leave. And the expulsion was all fake. There's no like hidden dark gods that are banished away and there's no and the light gods or the good gods are just still up there hanging out and doing stuff so funny to me like it was just a good twist it was totally something i didn't see coming i just thought the fae were going to be the fae and it turns out oh no they're actually the gods like as you know them um okay we got to talk about our characters to get a little bit more we've got xander he is another blood mage he's kind of like almost cousins with damien they kind of grew up together. His mom is also a demon. His mom is actually the one that got Zagadoth captured. And it's a long story. And I love the reveals that we're like, oh, it's this. And now we're learning this. And then we move on to this piece where it's like, oh, the mom like actually attacked her dad. Like he stole, she stole the babies and then she went out and then he came and then she attacked him. And that's how he was captured. And it's like, actually, your mom took them because she couldn't save them with her healing magic. So she took them somewhere else to get healed. And then she was ambushed and, and mind controlled a little bit. And then she attacked him. And then it's like, oh, and now we get another layer. It was so funny. And let's just talk about the imps, uh, Kaz, Gats, and Quats. And it was so funny. They're like, okay, we'll, we'll summon Kaz back. We'll bring him back. And then they summon the wrong one. And each of them have their own distinct personalities, but all of them like hate being there. It, well, they don't hate it, but they don't like love it. It was just hilarious. And then they come and save him at the end. And I really liked the, the Twitch, or not the, the Twitch, the switch that uh, we think this prophecy is going to go a certain way. And then it doesn't. And Damien's got Enlock captured inside of him because he's the vessel, but he's refusing to merge. And he's like, I'll just hold this on because Enlock is only destruction. And so I'm dying. You know, my healing as a blood mage is pushing me to live a little longer than normal but as soon as i die then unlock will die and everything will go back to normal and they're like oh we can't do that like and it's he's just like ah and he's so i just i'm sorry you guys that i'm just like full of these like half sayings and stuff it just was so much fun and i remember the emotions just being like so powerful and like giddy in me and then <laughs> she dies and is brought back by a true resurrection from xander with a light book that they got and I mean, it's a whole thing, but of course you guys know this. That scene was so funny. She gives him, she puts the uh, the enthrallment device in him, and she's like, okay, now stop doing that, and you follow me. And she's like, I love having all of this power over you, and you didn't use any of it against me. Well, you did, but you stopped doing it against me, and I love it. And it was just so funny, like, because now she has all the power, and, you know, props to my boy Damien for not being uh, evil, like evil, evil, and like being like, hey, you have to sleep with me now or anything like that, and being like... I can't even try and sleep with her because I have this device and it's not fair to her and it's not real consent because I held all this power over her. That was cool. But then at the end, she's like, hey, uh, Damien, I command you to, and she you know, he says the command word, Sanguisinian, and she's like, uh, expel the, the artifact without killing yourself. And then he just like spits it out. And it's like, oh, I could have done that the whole time. And he's like, yep, yeah, good thing you're dumb. And like, he <laughs> didn't think of that right away or that you didn't kill me right away. You know, it's just, it was so funny at the end there and just hilarious and then they uh they meet archibald's kids and because they've uh xander has bargained with him in order to bring emma back she has he has to release his mom and not his dad and so he does and then she kills archibald which means that archibald is all the demons that he's sealed away are basically locked away and then she's like 
they meet his kids and they're like, hey, uh, our dad sucked and we hate him. And they're like, hey, uh, do you want to break some of his stuff? <laughs> so they use his kids who have the same kind of power as him, right, to unlock the demons and free them. And, and it's a happily ever after, of course, because it's a romance. And like, you could say, oh, that's so silly. Why would that happen? And why would they do that? And it's like, well, he was a pretty bad guy. And uh, it was just funny. And talk about some more funny thing is like uh, meeting the Den and Fi Oracle. And he's like, Hey man, I'm just chill. He's like a little surfer dude. He's like, I can't tell you the answers because if I tell you, then it breaks things and the gods don't like that. And then they curse me and I don't want that. So I mean, maybe I'm going to start things like, maybe I'm going to start just giving people the answers before they ask the question. And he's like, yeah, that sounds fun. So he's going to do that in the future. It was just so fun. And I love that we learn about the magic and Oscura. And we also get some really intense scenes like when we're meeting with Delphine Delacroix and she's captured Damien and then Emma has to come back for him. Or when Emma finally confronts Cedric and she's like, he's attacking her in his room, of course, because that's where she kind of tried to escape to. And then she calls the, uh, whatchamacallit, Wood, the Leotha Wood. You know, she uses her connection with that to basically bring all of the things back to life. All the materials he's made, the bed, the desk, the extreme opulence with this wood. And he, she uses it to kill him, and it rams through him a couple times, and then he dies. And and Damien's like, man, I'm mad that she... I'm like, I'm glad that she killed him, but I really wanted to kill him because of all the bad things he's done to her. Like, this isn't fair. And he's like, maybe I'll bring him back and kill him again. And then it'll be much... It'll be fair. We've both killed him once. And she's like, no, you can't bring him back. And he's like, well, wouldn't really be him anyway, so I guess I won't do it. And like... It's just so funny, like, and their relationship, it changes and it grows and it evolves and they switch around and they do, you know, they have this interesting power dynamic where they love each other. And when Emma goes and learns her job and and they meet the elves who are living in the wildwood and they're like, and Damien's like, you guys suck at like keeping prisoners here. You have grass for a door, you have grass building around me. I'm not tied up. And even if I was tied up, I'm not in a terribly inconvenient position. There's one guard who doesn't even know what he's doing here and he's within my grasp. So I could stop him. And he's like giving them all these tricks and tips to be like, here's how to properly contain someone. Here's how to do this. And it's so funny. But let's go back to Delphine for a second where she controls him using her Noxcura control over him. Or, you know, she has blood leeches on him, and it's just, it used to be his relationship. And that was just like, that was an intense scene where she's like, oh, you just need to know what I, you know, you need to know what I know. And I know that this is what's best for you. And you don't get to choose, I get to choose. And that was just like, whew. it was really intense, but well handled, I thought. And she did really good. So, I mean, I've talked a lot about this, and I'm sorry if a lot of it doesn't sound very fun. It doesn't, uh, I didn't explain it very well, but I just loved it so much that I can't keep going about it so if you guys were thinking about it just give it a chance it's a really great romanticy uh starts again with throne in the dark call of the wildwood nope coming to the wilds and eclipse of the crown so much fun so great that's that's all i have to say about that you guys so thanks for listening thanks to david hillowitz for the intro and outro music of course if you have any questions or comments please send those to libromancypod at gmail.com Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And remember to vilify the magic of books.